Welcome to 15 Minutes on the Way, Season 8, Into Exile. If you're a first-time listener, you really owe it to yourself to start at the beginning. You can find Episode 1 of Season 1 easily at 15minutesontheway.com. Otherwise, if you're already on the way with us, welcome back. I've missed you, friend. Here is today's story. In last week's episode, our hero Josiah has been on the move, making reforms and rekindling faith in the people. So in this week's abbreviated episode, we're going to look more closely at that process and the heart behind it. Once again, one does not walk on the way simply by refraining from damaging behavior, but also by replacing it, embracing its better opposites. After this final full scour of the land and people, Josiah restores Passover. Here, Kings and Chronicles switch places again, and it is the former that holds a mere summary, while the chronicler defines it all down to where which Levites are standing where. Both Kings and Chronicles have intensifying statements setting off this feast as superlative, with Chronicles winning the touting contest with the Passover had not been observed like this in Israel since the days of the prophet Samuel, and none of the kings of Israel had ever celebrated such a Passover as did Josiah, with the priests, the Levites, and all Judah and Israel who were there with the people of Jerusalem. That's 2 Chronicles 35.18. If you're puzzled by this, you should be. Why, as recently as a few episodes ago, we were just so proud of Hezekiah for pulling off a similarly renewed Passover to rival the days of Solomon. Well, it's all about the details in terms of this over-the-top, never-before qualification. Because of various time factors, Hezekiah's feast had to be held a month later than prescribed in Exodus 12 and elsewhere, including Deuteronomy 16, if that's Josiah's source document. The reason the chronicler goes into such detail about who's doing what in Josiah's Passover is that one could say there were some ineligible men downfield at Hezekiah's, who was clearly fulfilling the joyful spirit of the feast as soon as he could. However, Josiah's having managed to get perfectly correct both the joyous spirit of it all and every legislated detail regarding the Passover gains the never-before award. This attention to detail on Josiah's part is the kind of thing that makes the chronicler so giddy that he may explode with shattering bliss before he can finish Josiah's chapter in his account. The broader point, of course is that Josiah is a great example for you. This is why kings and chronicles gush over the fellow. He did the right thing. He didn't know he wasn't doing the right thing at first, but as soon as he found out, he had a, oh, how do I fix this attitude and went to work. Now, that's obviously an oversimplification, but you get the point. You may be merrily on your way, but then faced with some new information about me. Us, you, and the whole shebang. Listen, since you are incapable of knowing all things, it is virtually certain you will be exposed to new information about me, us, and you on a regular basis. 
Some of that new information will be pertinent. Not all new information is pertinent to your life. One of your problems is the inability to sift through all that is new to find the bits within that are actually pertinent. The key to following Josiah's example is to understand the overriding importance of anything that will get you closer to me. Once you know you're hearing from me, follow Josiah's example of cutting out the negative and replacing it with the positive. You've got to go with what you know. He had one lousy scroll to work with. You've got the entire owner's manual. Read it with Josiah's attitude and you'll be on the way, friend. This Passover is held in the 18th year of Josiah's 31 years on Judah's throne. The latter half of his reign isn't remarked upon in Kings other than in general summary. The only flaw ever seen in Josiah, if one would call it that, is the thing that gets him killed in the end, the old nemesis of playing international politics without my direction. Josiah learns that the current pharaoh is going to traverse the northern territory in a move to help the king of Assyria defend himself against ascending Babylonia and its allies way up at Carchemish on the Euphrates. Carchemish now being the fallback capital of struggling Assyria, whose two previous capitals, Nineveh and Haran, have already fallen. And the sequence is described in 2 Kings 23-29, 2 Chronicles 35-20. Upon hearing of this Egyptian cut-through, Josiah, in whom no love is lost on behalf of Assyria or her predicament, scrambles his army and heads to cut off Pharaoh, which he does at Megiddo firmly in what is now an Assyrian province in what was the northern kingdom. We have to underscore that this is done without checking in with us for any guidance in the matter. It is this manipulative playing of politics category that's often burned kings in the past, acting on their own from mere motives of statecraft without asking for my perspective on things. So now's a good time to check that dynamic in your own life again. In fact, when Pharaoh hears Josiah's on his way, Egyptian envoys are sent to Josiah saying essentially that the Pharaoh is just cutting through his neighbor Israel's yard so he can get more quickly to fighting the newest bully on the block. Even more important is the tidbit that Pharaoh mentions that I am the one who has sent him to the battle. There is a great shift underway away from Assyrian dominance toward Babylonian that, yes, I am, in fact, overseeing. That I want Egypt in the mix in order to suffer punishment in the end with allied Assyria is none of Josiah's business. In spite of Pharaoh's earnest envoys, Josiah does not break off and is killed in the battle when Pharaoh defends himself against the unnecessary attack. Second Chronicles 35.20 Kings reverts to quick summary form in 2 Kings 23-28 and omits all interaction with the Pharaoh except for the fatal one. It is most likely that Pharaoh would have directed his men to spare Judah's king, but Josiah disguises himself and is thus mortally wounded with an arrow meant for a common foot soldier. And so the final lesson to learn from Josiah is one you've heard before, mostly. Leave political maneuvering alone, and don't just go off and attack someone because you don't like what they're doing. 
That kind of action needs to be done only with a direct call from me, and I can tell you I am not making that call for you. If someone else is operating under a word from me, as Pharaoh is at the moment, unless I include you in the conversation, stick with what you have heard from me. And please learn not to go into battle in disguise. Every king who does that, as Josiah does, gets killed. Just before its briefer account of Josiah's death, King summarizes him thus. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to me as he did, with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his strength, in accordance with all the law of Moses. Hitting the Shema right on the head. Lest anyone get too hopeful that the major and good course correction made by Josiah will alter Judah's course and consequential destiny, in its next breath, Kings reminds the reader that regardless of Josiah's most excellent life and example, Judah is still in big trouble. That's in 2 Kings 23:25. The chronicler's summary in 2 Chronicles 35:23 includes reference to Jeremiah's composed laments for Josiah. The book of laments to which verse 25 refers is attributed to Jeremiah because of his lamentation expertise. And so the book of lamentations is tucked in right after Jeremiah's book in two testament toms. The Tanakh places it in its writings section. We recommend Lamentations 3 as a sample. For the moment. Given the rosy superlatives with which Josiah is deservedly characterized, he is buried with great honor in the tombs of his ancestors. The whole nation joins in lament for the noble king, led by Jeremiah, who by now has made lament a true art form. There is much to lament indeed, for the last good king of Israel is dead.